Welcome back, everyone. I just wanted to drop in here and let you know what was going on with this episode. This is an episode Rick and I previously recorded pre-Christmas, uh, and somehow, some way, I'll take the blame for this, the audio was lost. Well, we found it, we pulled the audio from a live recording, so this is episode 54, um, coming in as episode 57 on your feed, but it is what it is. I apologize. Uh, I will go ahead and let you know that I am pretty drunk by the end of this episode. So, listener beware. We hope you guys enjoy it. So, again, one more time, episode 54, our quote-unquote lost episode. Welcome back to the Retro Nomopod, a nostalgia and pop culture podcast where we discuss things from our past, present, and future. I realized today that I have way too many P's in our intro, and it's a lot of in in the microphone i am your host for this evening my name is geronimo no it's toby and as always across this beautiful discord discord world of ours i got my beautiful best friend co-host rick with me how you doing buddy i almost called you redheaded again (laughs) you know what we could roll with that you know like it'll come back you eventually will mix in orphan and or stepchild and I'm trying not to push buttons with you. Like, it seems to be with the general public and, you know, with the Toys Hall of Fame, I'll fucking push the shit out of those buttons. I don't care. But with you, I don't want to do that. You know? Hey. Like, that that was for the video watchers only. <laughs> Scandalous. Well, let's, <laughs> let's start it off the way we always do with the weird question of the week. You're gross. Uh, a restaurant you fre- God damn it. A restaurant <laughs> you frequented at least once a week for a year and has the best food dishes. Turns out their meat is human. Do you continue going to this local eatery? <sighs> like Yes. No. <laughs> now, okay. Okay. First of all, let, let's let's start from the beginning here. What kind of restaurant for you would you be going to once a week? Um, Home I don't style, like a fast, Chinese, like a like a like one that's got a variety because I don't like being stuck in like oh I'll take the burger for the fiftieth time. You know I like to try new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it's off the same menu, I still like oh I'd rather have fajitas tonight. That's why we like chilies. Or, or Red Robin or places like that where it's like they've got a variety of stuff you could try instead of just being. Oh, so yeah. we went to Applebee's and Applebee's has these Cheetos wings. Huh? And of course, this guy. Flaming Hot? Was like, you could have it either way, original or Flaming Hot. And I went with original just because I wanted to experience it. I can't recommend it. It was, it was really? rough. Yeah. Did you ever have the Cheetos one? What was it from KFC? This is off topic, but well, I guess it's on topic. I feel like yes, but I didn't. Nope. So I'm asking you're more of the, I found random shit guy. I'm like, I'm going to go get another double Western bacon cheeseburger for the third <laughs> time this week. Okay. So you want a variety, right? Yeah. So for me, just to be different, I'm going to go with it. Honestly, probably be Mexican food, right? It'd be a mm-hmm. Mexican restaurant. Um, and if like my carne asada tacos, Ended up being human. Okay. So second question. Did it come out to everybody? Was it like a news story? Did 
did Tom Martino go find out that they were serving human meat and blow this bitch wide open? Or did I just like see your one person told me that it's human meat, right? Am I the only that, one that knows within my inner circle? Is there, Does everybody know? I feel like it would have to be small enough where it's not like they're closing the place, but big enough where you do find out whether it's through a friend or okay. maybe so a, like, you know. a minimal amount of people would know that I knew that it was human meat. Sure. Or maybe a friend took you and they're like, they've got the best. And then after you eat it, they're like, it's human. And he's like, huh? Eh? <laughs> you know, I think I, I, this is, this is a weird, this is weird. This is a weird question. This is weird. But I think, I don't know. In, my mind wants to say, yes, I would keep going back because if it's like the best of something, who am I to judge? Like we eat fucking everything else. Like, would I try dog if I was in Thailand or someplace? Probably, as long as I didn't see him kill the fucking dog. And that's it. If I walked I think, up and, and, like, just got a kebab and was like, nom, 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 and they were like, that's dog, and I'm like, fucking woof woof was good, you know? <laughs> Went in Rome, right? And if, like, you know, go get my beef enchiladas and beef happens to be, like, beef of Glenn, <laughs> who am I to fucking judge? I don't know what your culture is, but I know your delicacies are quite nice. Yeah. I don't know. I would think I probably won't because I think if it actually happened to me, maybe I would be real grossed out. But my mind and body wants to be like, you don't give a shit, dude. As long as you don't put mustard on it, you'll eat it. You know? <laughs> like, Ew, there's mustard. Like, I can't eat this. Take this back. Gross. Give me Cholula or some sriracha over rice in a tortilla. I don't give a fuck what's in it, dude. Does it taste good? Does, does Do I taste like barbacoa? What meat would you be? I'd be some pork-based something, bro. Yeah, this body right? doesn't not get like marbled. Like I'm sure there's like you know there's there's some muscle somewhere in this, and you just gotta find that. And that's like my filet mignon. I'm nice and marbled, but mm -hmm. then like my tummy would for sure be bacon, right? Mm. For sure. Yeah. Cox would be kielbasa. <laughs> <laughs> Vienna sausage for some. Um Yeah, I think I think there's a little bit of like ignorance is bliss where you're gone to this place, you're like, God, it's so good. I wonder what their secret is. And if you found out the secret, there would be a bit of like a moral dilemma of like, well, I can't support a place that's because you don't know how they're getting the meat. Exactly, like but that's not my fucking problem at that point. I don't <laughs> even take that into consideration. However, they're procure per God, I can never say that fucking word. However, they're gathering their human meat is not up to me to decide. All right. What if they've got, what if your Aunt Sue dies, right? Hypothetically, I hope you don't have an Aunt Sue. Um, your Aunt Sue dies and she wants to be cremated. You don't get shit, right? Yeah. What if yeah. she does get cremated and they just happen to do it at the restaurant instead of, you know, and then they're just scooping ash out of the bottom of their smoker and put it in the urn, and your Aunt Sue just got served as like a three-course meal to the fucking mayor because you're the best spot in town for Mexican food. I don't, I don't know. I mean, do you get mad at that if you find out if it's your Aunt Sue? Like, you've never been to the restaurant, right? You've I mean, never eaten the restaurant, but then come to was, find out that this restaurant has been stealing dead people? Is it part of her, like, final wishes that she's like, uh, for I 
in her will, she's like, oh, I want to be cremated, but I want to be cremated by way of no, a nice no, no, no. It's just in smoking. her will that she wants to be cremated. <laughs> Oh, that would be weird, right? I guess it depends on what side of the religious spectrum you sit on, right? What kind of paranormal are you? I mean, if anything, the restaurant would be haunted, right? (laughs) Uh, No, because they probably salted her, and that's like quick with the ghosts and demons. (laughs) (laughs) Right? They freaking get the salt blast before they... They covered all those faces. It's well-seasoned. Don't bring that voodoo in here, Ricky Bobby. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I would say that like my my human beingness would tell me no once it actually happened. Even though I would talk about it a lot and be like, I ate that fucking place, and I tell you what, it was good as fuck. Yeah, but I can't I can't bring myself to go back. It's gross. That it's story people. would break, and then people would be like, Oh my god, I'm so disgusted. And you'd be like, No, that food was fucking delicious. Yeah, it yeah, just that, sucks. Look, that it was if there's people. one thing I know, it's that we taste good. You know, and why wouldn't we? Like, yeah, like why wouldn't we? Yeah, it's a good question. Why wouldn't we? Anyways, <laughs> cannibalism aside. <laughs> oh, do you think um, like Leatherface's family, like when they got old enough, they're about to die and for like their last, you know, thing, they're like, hey, I don't I don't want to go to waste. Don't bother burying me. Do what's right and eat me. I mean, like his family, like like if they were like, well, we already eat people. That's okay. apparent. So, like, and if if the old grandpa dies, like, do you it, think they I would think let it, it go to waste? depends on how or? old he is, because they have like, like you you know you wouldn't want that old meat, right? Like that's all oh. like jerky meat. Are they eating good. old people? I imagine they get eaten whatever they can get a hold of. Yeah, but if you just, I mean, I mean, it's still meat. It's still. No, I don't think so because that you know you have like a significant attachment to like another family member especially one that you've been eating other people with that's fair that's yeah that's but i think that that type of family if the old man was like you better not throw me away you better fucking eat me you know i think they'd eat him yeah because at that point what the fuck do you have to lose just (laughs) fucking eat him that's like it's like someone you know paying for your mcdonald's meal when you go through the drive-thru and they get up to the window and they're like hey the fucking impala in front of you paid for your shit pay it forward that's perfect grandpa Damn. dies he's like eat me bitches and they're like nom 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 sunday meal thanks grandpa you're a good stew yeah. it's ironic yeah. your name was stew <laughs> <laughs> don't eat me uh, no, i'm eating you especially if you tell me not to eat you oh no i'm still alive please mister don't eat me <laughs> no way to go um, hey, you know, that was fun. Let's move right along. Uh, so I watched some stuff. Uh, yeah, and this do. first one, this one's interesting because we just finished uh, Cowboy Bebop, the first season on Netflix. How many episodes is it? Uh, I think it was, I want to say 10. That's my guesstimation off the top of my that head, but right. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's okay. that. I have but, not watched it yet. Okay. So Did no you watch spoilers. the anime? I've watched quite a bit of the anime. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I did. I don't. I don't want to discuss it. Once you've watched it, maybe we'll come back to it. And, uh, but unfortunately, kind of the thing, like I have to touch on with bringing this up, is that unfortunately they've already canceled it. I saw this actually, which is, and now I I want to ask, okay, because I did see that they canceled it, right? But everything that I've heard so far seems to be pretty good 
Like, yeah, people said it's it's pretty fucking good. I think the big go away from it is that people are like, well, it's not the anime. It's its own thing that's paying tribute to the anime and has shades of the anime, but it can't be the anime. So it's cool that they made it. It just can't be as exaggerated. Yeah. You know, which. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch it. It's it, I, Plus, I, I just it absolutely love John Cho. Yeah, he's God, he's so good. Yeah, yeah. he's fantastic. But I don't know, it's really cool, especially if you've seen the anime. You could really sit Did there and you be like, like it. Oh, I enjoyed it. Yep. I thought the fact that it wasn't verbatim a shot for shot. I mean, they, they definitely have shots that are definitely pulled from the anime, but not like the whole thing is just cookie cutter. Because then it's yeah. like, well, what's the point? Like, keep the spirit, but make something your own. But. We don't have to worry about that, do we? Because it's no. Apparently, Netflix was like, "Hey, go fuck," <sighs> which sucks. But anyway, uh, moving right along. Uh, I watched Plane, Trains, and Automobiles recently because of Thanksgiving. It's probably one of the greatest Thanksgiving movies. It's pretty straightforward. Steve Martin's trying to get to his family. Um, John Candy, the same thing. He's he's doing this, and they just have these occurrences of just like. They try to fly. Oh, something, something happens. Oh, they get they get snowed out, so they have to detour. Okay, let's try a car. Let's try a train. And they literally go through all the modes of transportation to get back home. And it's at first they're at odds, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. I don't like you. You don't like me. But hilarious. There's so much comedy in this freaking movie. I have to watch but, it again, too, because, well, it's a John Hughes movie, first of all. Yeah, yeah. I just watched Home Alone. Which we'll talk about that if we're done with this real fast because I just want to bring something up. It's so good. Um, um, I didn't know I had Kevin Bacon in it. Kevin Bacon's in everything. I feel yeah. like it. Tremors is. I saw Tremors the other day too, and it was just like this motherfucker, dude. Yeah, it's it's wild the amount of. Well, I haven't seen uh, this movie in a long time. It's great, and it's got one of my favorite like quotes in it um, from John Candy. Uh, it's Steve Martin. He basically just yelled at him and belittled him because they were at odds and he's just reached that that point so there's this quote and I'll, and I'll read it and i don't know if i can do it justice because i'm not john candy as much as i'd like to think that i am well thank god um, because otherwise i i'd have just a corpse sitting across from me oh could you imagine that just some weekend at bernie's podcasting rest in peace john candy sorry no doubt uh here we go uh you want to hurt me go right ahead if it makes you feel any better I'm an easy target. Yeah, you're right. I talk too much. I also listen too much. I could be a cold-hearted cynic like you, but I don't like to hurt people's feelings. Well, you think what you want about me. I'm not changing. I like I like me. My wife likes me. My customers like me. Because I'm the real article. What you see is what you get. <sighs> it is a great quote. Good it lord. Is, it is a, a fantastic quote. It's like... God, that's just, it's such a good, like, that's what I want our podcast to be. That's what I want to be. Like, what you what you see is kind of what you get, you know, like, for all the flaws, but for all the flaws, there's the good sides. And that's the part I want people to focus on is the fun or, or whatever. So, yeah. But, uh, Constructive criticism, not belittlement. Yeah. yeah. Don't be an asshole. Don't be hey, an guys. asshole. Oh. Don't be an asshole. It's not that hard. Not that hard. Home alone, right? Watch it every year. Watch it every year. <laughs> and every year, it still like boggles my mind. Two things, right? First and foremost, they would have killed that kid. Like, if, oh. if they would have gotten to him. Oh, yeah. You know? 
like they would have killed him. Yeah. Right. And then stole all the stuff and then just dipped. Right. They could have taken yeah. his body. No one would have known. The second, he was trying to kill them. Like, you see some of these fucking shenanigans, the iron to the face. Like, the this, like there's like slippery four, ass steps. Yeah, where you're like, the fucking whoop. paint pails, you know, the paint cans. Like, there was murder on his mind. Like, like he woke up and chose violence, like, <laughs> immediately. And I was like, I'm watching it last night, and I was just like, I know it's a Christmas movie, but, like, it's a real fucking sadistic one. You <laughs> know, like, fun. there's a lot of fucking attempted murder that happens, and, like, robbery, and they're, like, following him down the street and shit after he, like, looks at him funny and stuff. And it's just, like, the whole fucking hatred towards the old man that, you know, is scared to call his son and shit. Like, it's fucking crazy-ass movie, dude. Like, just a OG Home Alone. And I should have watched the new one, I know, but... At what point do you call it quits? Like after you've been lit on fire and why you know. don't you have a gun? <laughs> like most, most people that persistent, like would have had a gun or like I'd have thrown a crowbar. Like I know you guys had crowbars at one point. And as soon as I got all tarred up, I'd have dipped or my hand burned on the fucking, like, I You're know like, something like, Nope, something's up in this motherfucker. Like we're gonna yeah. get the hell. Like we're gonna go to the Stevensons down the street. You know, well, I'm not fuck with this house. That's the thing. They'd already like done a bunch of houses because they were kind of celebrating, and they're like, ah, that's the one. That's the gold mine. That's why they saved it for the last. They're like, no, nah, we're good. They, they weren't even gonna mess. save it for the last. I think they because they went the first time and he flipped all the lights on. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. it was You're like right. the second house because right. they were hitting another house. I don't know. Anyways. All I was trying to bring up is the fact that, like, every time I watch it, the only thing I can think was, like, there was a bunch of fucking attempted murder in this movie. A wild amount. The second yeah. movie, too, if we're going to just be honest, like, yeah, you went back for seconds. Like, like, you know that kid's going to screw your life up. Maybe. Well, oh, maybe not. They were like, all aboard the murder train. <laughs> and they just found this little asshole in New York alone again. At what point did they just, like. Hey, kid, this is really messed up. Your family keeps leaving you. We're just trying to look out for you and make sure that you're all right. Cause... Yeah. Well, and his saving grace was to find the two bad guys in New York City that he knew. It's just like, oh, these are the ones after me? Like, bring it on, bitches. Round two. <laughs> if it had anybody else, they'd have slit his throat, and the movie would have never started. <laughs> the pension lady would have actually stabbed him because she was fucking hopped up on heroin. <laughs> it's like... um. <laughs> Uh, a, a stupid theory is that uh, Kevin McAllister grows up to be Travis Bickle from uh, a Taxi Driver. <laughs> That's like a backwards in time. Wasn't Taxi Driver like? Yeah, yeah, it's the 70s, but like, go with it. Like, he grows up to be this like outsider guy who like does the right thing at all costs. Like, <laughs> is it the right thing though? Like, I mean, it goes at, at, at any goes point in time, tape. this kid could have ran into the fucking toy store and called the police. It's so true. A gas station and called the police. It's fucking the 90s, right? There's 7-Elevens everywhere in New York City. Call the police. Hey, I'm being chased. I'm 11. I mean, he had his own hotel room. He could have easily just been like, hey, yo, there's some guys that have been following me. Can you help and me? And where's please? American Express? Like, not calling mr mcallister yeah. and being like hey we know that you're in wherever where was he at in that movie where'd they go 
I don't know. The first one was France. Second yeah, one was France as well. Like, I go back. I think France? it was Mexico or something, right? Anyways, wherever the fuck they were going, it's just like, hey, by the way, we've been trying to reach you. There's been a charge in New York City. Like, oh my god, we lost our son. He must be in New York, even though we're from Chicago. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's fucking. I don't know. It's fucking wild, dude. Like the Home Alone scenario is just like. A lot of this could have been circumvented. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. But, uh, yeah, trains, planes, <laughs> yeah. and automobiles. Fantastic Thanksgiving movie. Home Alone, great Christmas movie. John Hughes can't do any wrong. Cannot not do wrong. John who? <laughs> uh, this next movie. I don't know why I threw it on there. I don't really want to talk about it. Uh, Sandra Bullock, Ben Affleck, and Forces of Nature. It's a romantic comedy. Kind of similar to Trains, Planes, and Automobiles. He's just trying to get home, and she's tagging along. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, I don't know why I threw it on there, to be honest with you. Uh, Fruitvale Station. This one was kind of wild. I'd never seen it before, and it popped up on something. I don't remember what we watched it on. Well, that doesn't Um, help now, does it? No. I mean, people can find it. Uh, But it stars uh, Michael B. Jordan. I'll never watch it now. Um, and uh, uh, Octavia Spencer. Not because but of Michael B. Pl- Jordan, but because I have to find it. I want to just make that clear. <laughs> a little a little searching. Here, Islach, tell us, hey, it's on uh, Showtime. So there you go. So those who have Showtime, go for it. Um, basically, this kid's just trying to do right, and he's trying to better his life. He gets put into jail for selling some weed uh, for a few years, and he has a kid with, uh, uh, I mean... He has a kid, so he's trying to be better. He's trying to be a better man, and that's kind of what this movie's about. It's around New Year's Eve, and um, boy, it's it's pretty wild. This movie, this these events took place in like 2011 or something, and this movie came out. Oh, sorry, uh, 2008. My bad. Um, and this movie came out in 2013, but it's just uh, it's directed by Ryan Coogler, who directed Black uh, Black Panther. So. Oh, okay. I mean, it, it, this movie basically made both of them on the map of like, oh, wow, we got to keep our eyes on these guys. But very good movie. He's um, got a crazy last name, Coogler. 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 He's very, he's so cool he had to slow it down with a G. Um, I don't know what that means. Not, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, check that out. It's great. It's, um, I mean, it's like a day in the life and unfortunately it uh, ends in tragedy and it's, it's, uh, damn, it's good. It was a good movie. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> this next motherfucking movie, dear Lord, I'm gonna read you the synopsis. It's called Dear Christmas. Natalie has a hit podcast based on love, but she isn't so expert at finding it herself until Chris Massey enters her life and shakes things up. Not to mention his name. So, as you guys know, Tiff uh, loves. These don't don't Hallmark you dare blame this time. on her. But no, this isn't. This is totally my my thing because I saw this last year and I was like, oh, I really want to check it out. Never got around to it because the big thing is is that she was a podcaster. So I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. And it's fucking plus, Melissa Joan Hart. Plus, it's Melissa Joan Hart. Which what if you see those her two combined? Like, Let's do this. So checking it out and it's very by the numbers. Like somehow this guy Chris Massey, played by uh, 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 God damn it, Jason Priestley. Um, 
has like every job. He's a volunteer firefighter. He's a tow truck guy, but on the side, he's an artist. Ooh, so romantic. So it's just <laughs> whatever. It's it's if you like those kind of things, it's great. Um, not gonna highly recommend it because it is such a funny thing how she's like a podcaster and she makes like this mad amount of money, and I'm like. Uh. I don't, I don't like, it's she's like, Joe bitch, Rogan I'm a podcaster too. Like this is untrue. <laughs> it's so untrue. Yeah. You might have a million followers or whatever, but like somehow you've got Joe Rogan numbers for being talking about people's love stories. Yeah. Get the like, fuck out of here. Yeah. What the fuck? But yeah. Anyway. Uh, and fucking then, dear Christmas. They, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And then another Sandra Bullock joint. This one just dropped on Netflix, uh, The Unforgivable. Um, this one has a really cool twist in it. A woman is released from prison after serving a sentence for a violent crime and re-enters a society that refuses to forgive her past. Basically, uh, she's a cop killer, and she's trying to get past that, but it just she's in the same town of Seattle, and she just can't shake it, and people are this, and there's a cool twist that happens. Very good movie, very, like... It's got John Bernthal in it, which is cool. Yeah, like it's it's a real solid cast. It's D'Onofrio, Viola Davis, Richard Thomas, which I hadn't seen him in anything for like uh, ever. Um, and it's fucking like, Sandra Bullock. And it's Sandra Bullock. Like, and that's yeah, that's why we threw the other one on there because it's Sandy. But like, it's this Netflix. was the one. Huh, Super good. interesting. Yeah. Um, never mind. I I completely lost what I had for you. Son of a gun. There was something. Don't you hate those brain farts? Mm-hmm. I had it, and then it was poof. It was gone. Hot hole. It was gone. I'll uh, think of it right in the middle of when you're talking. So That's fine. If you think of it, uh, please wait until I'm done. Oh, yeah. Thank okay. <laughs> uh, going back going back to the Dear Christmas. <laughs> I'll tell you the reason I'll never watch this movie, right? Oh, shit. Wrong one. Um in the picture, or it's like her and him, they've got wired fucking headphones in. Assumably Apple, because they know what's up. But you, it's the movie is was made in 2020. I've had my AirPods for almost three years. <laughs> like, if you look, follow the shape of their heads. Now follow down the earbuds. It creates a heart. Yeah, well, it's not Valentine's Day, so I'm not looking for stupid innuendos but like that. They're finding love through podcasting. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. They're finding... Never mind. But yeah, they're finding love. That's right. <laughs> Massey is his name. I couldn't get over that. His name is Chris Massey. Chris Massey. Chris Massey. Chris Massey. Oh, Christmas. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's so fucking retarded. Oh, dude. Why'd you even... You could have waited till we finished this, no, in, this I, thing. Chris Massey signing off. <laughs> It's Chris Massey. Chris. Sorry, I don't pronounce the A. It's Chris. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, sad news. Um, I don't know if this will impact your life at all, but uh, Stephen Sondheim passed away uh, on November 26th. Uh, for those who don't know, God, this guy is, was everything. Um, he's a music. He's known for like music theater, like musicals, like big one for me. Uh, Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Suite. Fleet Street. He's kind of the one who took the story and like turned it into the musical that we all kind of know. Um, Into the Woods. Into which the is Woods. What Daisy's a huge fan of Into the Woods. 
West Side Story, Gypsy, a funny thing happened at the forum, like so much stuff. Like that dude, th- that's where he made his money and he could do no wrong. So I just wanted to touch on that because that is kind of a big one for those. We'll touch on the other side theater. news while we're at it then. Sure. Uh, Anne Rice died. Yeah, Anne Rice. Yeah, Anne Rice passed away today, right? No, the 11th. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Vampire Chronicles, she did. Yeah, I mean that interview with the vampire. <laughs> like, um, yeah, that was a bummer too. That one, that one popped up today. I saw. Yeah, that one. I mean, to have that kind of legacy though, because like, I mean, hell, they're still doing shit with those books. Like, we have a TV series coming out next next year um, for interview with the vampire. Like, yeah, wow, so good. Queen of the Damned. I don't care what anybody says. It's a fun movie, but uh, I mean, hey, it happens, right? It happens. Um, but yeah. Should we get into some yeah. happy stuff? Uh, um, game awards. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, I got something in my throat. And I get it. it just got, didn't go anywhere. Got overwhelmed with <laughs> emotion. Me from I the inside, it. dude. You're such a big Anne Rice fan that you, you know. Oh, yeah. Choked me right up. Just not the right way. Um, yeah, the game awards was this past week. And I okay, so overall, right? It's it's cool. I'm I'm glad they do it, you know, but for anybody that's watching it, no one's watching the award ceremony part of it. We're watching it because the game awards has become synonymous with uh some releases, right? Mm-hmm. Um I don't have too many I want to talk about on here, surprisingly, but I do want to mention a few. The Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League game actually looks fun. Co-op yeah. playing as the anti-heroes, like that one looks really good. Uh, and it's a rock steady game. Star Wars Eclipse, which assumably is the next uh oh, that trailer is wild because they show like stripped down C3PO, they show Yoda. At one point, I don't see. I'm not so deep in the lore. Like, I'm sure if we had somebody who was a huge Star Wars nut, they'd be like, "Oh, well, you need to know the significance of these guys who are playing the 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 taco drums, the taco drums." Yeah, this particular race and like, wasn't Fallen Order a Bioware game? Jedi Fallen Order was a Bioware game. I kind of thought this was going to be like a sequel or a prequel to Jedi Fallen Order, but. This one's done by Quantic Dreams, who is uh, who did Detroit Become Human. Um, which I didn't play a game either, but I imagine it's going to be a very story heavy because it's set in the High Republic. I don't think we'll see this one until twenty three or twenty four though. But the trailer looked great. Um, the, the detailing in that trailer was like they're shooting for some hyper realistic stuff. In we'll it, man. see. It, I mean, that's non gameplay related, and oh, I, I you know, know but... it's next gen console, so. You know, hopefully by then everyone's got access to, to like a 30 series card and or PS5 Xbox Series X's because otherwise something like that's just not going to hit the same on like, yeah. you know, PS4 Xbox stuff. Um, Wonder Woman, which we didn't get to see a lot of, uh, but it's done by the Middle Earth Shadow of War developers, which I found super interesting because oh. I like those games a lot. Me too. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of curious on how they're going to do it. But we're not going to see this one for a while either. I'm sure this one's like late 2022 or 23, which is crazy to think that we're almost there already. Um, Alan Wake 2. 
She, oh. It's cool that she's getting her own game finally, though, because like she has a weapon set for it. That's what Especially I'm saying. For like, like a run around beat em up. Yeah, you take like a God of War kind of game and like put instead of it being freaking uh, Kratos, you have it Wonder Woman. You you could almost interchange the two. Yeah, and if you did it in a way where it's like, you know, almost almost think that like the home planet gets fucked up somehow, mm. and you go back there and because then you can use their nemesis system. And like you, you don't have to do it in a universe where there's like other superheroes around. Yeah. And it would give her story like a unique. Because, for, for, I mean, I guess she is she from a different planet. Wait, no, she's from Themyscira, yeah. the island of the, the Amazon, home of the yeah. Amazon. Yeah, okay. home of the Amazons. Yeah, I was she's like, on I Earth. said it. It's it just, didn't seem right. Yeah, I mean, I I like the idea of her planetary like travelings because it's not without. It's not out of the realm of what could be fucking superman <laughs> um got me all fucked up <laughs> fucking dc uh alan wake 2 which i don't really care about yeah i don't know if you're an alan wake fan at all no cool cool concept of games but nothing that really never quite grabbed me um forspoken it looks really good they've got a release date for it now may 24 2022 i still have no idea what the fuck this game's about um but people seem to be kind of excited for it Probably not a game I'll play. It is PlayStation 2. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So this one was an interesting yes. one. Okay. I knew that you were going to be hype on this one. And I am not, dude. I am not. I, well, I, I don't know. I have mixed emotions about it because I'm not. You don't know what any of it is. It's just a teaser trailer. It doesn't give you much to go on. The trailer um, is cool, though. All I could. I, I just don't know if it's going to be like. Jason or that's the thing. So it's it's Dead from the same Daylight developers of Friday the Thirteenth, the game, which oh, really? yeah, it's same developers, right? Um, Friday the Thirteenth is a Dead by Daylight style game, yeah, and you're just not you're not gonna touch Dead by Daylight. Like, no. there's too much variety in that game. Um, it's actually insanely insanely good game. It, and Friday the Thirteenth is a good game in its own right. But it's just a dumbed-down version of Dead by Daylight, in a sense. A yeah. couple different things or whatever. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre, same thing. You know, I'm kind of curious if they make it a story-driven game, which would be kind of cool to, like, yeah. escape his house of horrors. But yeah. it being from the Friday the 13th developers and everything, I'm curious on um, on what they're going to turn that into. Yeah, no doubt. I don't I'm have a lot cool. of hope for it. I'm excited for the fact that they're making one, but it's also like if it is just going to be basically Friday the 13th, the game, but Leatherface instead, then it's like, damn. At that point, just, just add the DLC to Friday the 13th or uh, sell the rights to fucking Dead or, by Daylight. And that's what they should do, because like for those who played like Dead by Daylight and have tried like the known characters like uh, uh, Ghostface Ghost or, or Freddy, like they have that feel of that character. They're very good yeah. about like what makes them them and then giving them the ability to be them. Whereas Jason was yeah. just like, you could have had any generic, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it, I, we'll see. Hopefully they, they come out some different. But Friday the 13th, I wanted to be a story-driven game. It was not. It was not. Um, But moving along, I'm going to save the TV show here for the last. Oh, you're, I don't think you're looking at the same article as me. Um, Hellblade 2, which everyone seems to like. I don't know if you played the first one. It wasn't for me. No, the, the trailer for this thing looks freaking cool. She's like taking down a giant. 
Yeah, if I remember Hellblade, it's cool. It's kind of like a Devil May Cry style. Gotcha. Um, I could be a hundred percent wrong on that. Like, I could be a, a thousand percent wrong on that. But it looked dope, though. It, yeah, like, the first game it, apparently people liked. It's super. It's beautiful. But what game nowadays isn't? Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Elden Ring showed a new trailer. Um, a lore trailer to be exact. Elden Ring looks crazy. It's supposed to be Dark Souls, Dark Souls hard with just an really? insane story. Because Elden Ring is the one that is being uh, written with George R.R. R. Martin. He's got say oh, in that one. That's why there's... Oh, um, boy. Supposed to be a crazy story. Uh, Sonic Frontiers, which... I look. I had someone ask me the other day before I'd watched the trailer, and I was like, "The last good Sonic game was Sonic Battle Adventure, Sonic Adventure Battle Two, or whatever, uh, Dreamcast game, right? Yeah, semi open world or whatever. That was a good Sonic game. And then Sonic Mania. This looks like it's going to go back to open world Sonic. So we'll see, and we'll talk about why it's a good time to be fucking with this. Uh, that's late twenty twenty two. Uh, Slitterhead looks like a game we're going to have to play in fucking October because oh, I'll oh, shit God. my brains out today. Oh, um, the Lord of the Rings Gollum. So I don't know if you watched or heard anything on this. I mean, we've been keeping up with this. I haven't watched this latest trailer that came out, but like I've been like, I've this been, looks fucking yeah. cool because you get to play as both, right? So you get your Smeagol, you get your Gollum. It's a two part story. Um, Oh, that's this cool. Is, yeah, dude. Because you could play real, like, sneaky, kill the hobbits, or you could play, like, there's our friends. Yeah, exactly. You know? So I, I'm super interested in, in that. Um, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, right? The best part about this entire trailer is before the trailer when Will Arnett gets come out and be an asshole. Because that was all I got from it. I'm not huge. Uh, it's more Borderlands. And yeah, for people that love Borderlands, guess what? You get more of it. That's Among all us, it seemed like it was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Among I mean, Us had a VR announcement, which seems kind of cool. Like, oh, I think uh, VR Among Us would actually be pretty badass. Maybe could, I've been looking around at Oculuses. Just know that, like, there might be blowjobs in somebody's future for an Oculus Quest. Um, Star Trek Resurgence. Uh, which it's been a long time since we got a Star Trek game. This looks to be kind of built like a Mass Effect. Like it's oh, going to wow. be a real choice-driven story game. Um, <laughs> it's third-person Mass Effect style. And a lot of these people are from Telltale games. So story, choice-driven games are their specialty. Yeah. Um, Arc Raiders, I have no idea. I did not look Nothing. at this game. Um, yeah. But it shows a studio founded by former DICE and Battlefield developers. Arc Raiders is a player versus environment shooter coming in 2022. So it's a FPS. Cool. Um, oh, yeah. Creator safe music from Riot Games. This is stuff that's just DMCA free. New trailer for Matrix. Oh, that Matrix tie-in. They did like a, a demo for the Unreal uh, 5 engine with this thing. And I, it's, yeah. It's, it's pretty wild, man. Like, I don't know. There was this little feature they had on it where they, like, go from it's Neo, but then they go to Keanu talking, and, like, they're just showing, like, we're at the level now where, like, it's hard. 
to be like, oh, that's computer, that's a real person. And that's really what the trailer was showing off is that with this next engine, they're like, we'll be able to do like photorealistic, hyper-realistic characters. And and I feel like that's like a no-brainer. That's where it's all heading to eventually. So yeah, pretty cool stuff. Um, Anything else on this list you want me to really talk about other than the movie and the show thing? Because we're going to talk about that in a second. No, man. Unfortunately, I didn't. I didn't realize the game awards had happened until like today. So, like, I had not had time to. Uh, um. Really delve so, if you're cool with it, I'm just going to bust through the rest of this stuff because there's not a whole lot of other stuff that I want to really talk about too much. Uh, Rumbleverse looks really cool and fun. It's a wrestling battle royale. Give me more bullshit like Fall Guys shit. Uh, the Expanse is a new Telltale series. Tunic looks really good because it's super cute. You play as a little fox and it's like a Zelda clone. Um, yeah. That's going to just be a cool playthrough, I'm sure. Homeworld 3, I didn't actually get to see the gameplay of. Um, but <laughs> who knows? We'll we'll cross that. Uh, Crossfire X has a release date of February 10th, 2022. Crossfire! Nightingale. I watched this trailer. I do not know what the fuck's going on. But Nightingale, it's a survival horror or maybe just a survival game. I don't know. It's super fantasy. Wild. Um, PUBG. The OG Battle Royale, which is the first Battle Royale I ever played. Uh, going free to play, which... Oh, shit. You know, I guess cool for me because I bought the motherfucker when it was an alpha. Um, Cuphead's getting DLC, which if you play Cuphead, oh, it's God, amazing. So DLC for that. Cuphead is awesome. Thirsty Suitors, I couldn't tell you anything about, but it doesn't look awesome for me. Um, and then Dune Spice Wars. Uh, a Dune-based rts because why wow. not you know that world is straight set up for a real-time strategy game so no doubt um, that's cool and then before we get off of this we'll talk about the movie trailer they released but first we they what it was what a month ago maybe not even a month ago did we get the halo release that they're gonna have paramount plus yeah and then they turned around and did oh well here's not now here's a like so a sneak now we got our trailer. first look uh which was super cool and i am stoked for the halo series like there way back in the day during like the halo 3 days there was a fan made video of like an a live action halo fan made it was done in cinematic quality and it was amazing like the grunts the elites everything that they did in there and back then we thought we were going to get like a live action halo movie mm-hmm. Um, so for this to like actually be coming and them showing us teas and stuff makes me feel real good. This is going to be fucking cool. And just like with Warcraft, my only hesitation, right, is when they did the World of Warcraft movie, they did the Warcraft movie, I should say, uh, they chose the wrong story and it was a real bummer because the story that they chose is one that wow players would know. But not the general public, which if you know, I've said it before, if they would have went with like the Arthas story, a wave like first of all, it's one of the coolest stories in World of Warcraft or Warcraft lore in general, um, is how Arthas goes from being Arthas to becoming the Lich King. And if they would have chose that story, it would have appealed to a lot wider of an audience than the story yeah. that they chose. So same thing with Halo. I'm hoping that they chose a either good story from some of the previous games and not some like the Halo 4 or Halo ODST bullshit. And it wouldn't have been the ODST because you get Spartan 117 here, which is the main Master Chief that we've yeah, always played. Yeah, yeah. 
But I just hope they choose a good story because they could really fuck it up, especially as a Halo fan. But they could also fuck it up and it just not be good for anybody but Halo fans. And then we don't get to get it anymore. And as Halo fans, if it's good, I want more. Well, I think the benefit that they're doing with having it be a television series instead of it, because like you said, they were going to do a movie at some point. Directors fell off, fell on and all that. But like with them doing a, a, a television series, it gives them a chance to really flesh out their story and be able to tell it over 10 episodes, eight episodes, whatever. So it gives them time to breathe. And uh, from the trailer, it almost feels like they're doing an origin stories of master chief, but maybe not. So it's, it's hard to say, but like, it looks great. At first, when I heard about this, I thought, Oh, we're just getting a cool, like CG show, but instead, no, it's fucking live action, which is like, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. The one thing I hope they do with it is, there was a bunch of halo books released right Mm -hmm. um and the first one being a book called the fall of reach which like is like pretty much the beginning story of halo but what was cool about that book is like the first third of the book is how these kids are chosen to become part of the spartan program and like what what it actually means and is to be you know a spartan that way versus just a normal ground guy or something like you are fucking you know master chief isn't the only spartan in the world but there's not a a, everyone's not spartans right Right. it's like you know the navy seals or whatever so i'm curious if they like go with that story which would be a good choice for them story-wise because that's a fucking awesome story uh but we'll see what they do i don't know i don't i don't want to get too excited about it and then just be disappointed because i love the warcraft movie i thought it was great I've read that story in book form. Great story, but it's not for people that don't know what the fuck is going on. Well, if they would have anything, if they would have done that Warcraft movie as a TV series, like give it the budget that the movie had, but let them do like The Witcher and let them like spread no, it see, out. I'd, I'd rather have it in. I'd rather have it in movie form. I think it's better for the way the game plays out because you're not getting those intricate details like you do in The Witcher where you're playing as one character with a mm. rich backstory. Oh, I guess that's, that's true. Warcraft yeah, yeah, yeah. is such a, a large universe yeah, that you kind of have to cover ground. Um, and because everyone plays as their own character, it's a lot harder to find a full story in the NPC's character. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure, sure. Luckily, WoW's lore is a lot, but it's it's also super vast, you know, and it's not built around books. The books are built around the game. So... You know, gotcha. a lot of the lore and stuff is kind of made up. That's what was kind of cool. Like Christy Goldie, who is like one of the main writers for World of Warcraft books and Warcraft books in general, got hired on by Blizzard to help story write the new expansions. Oh, nice. You know, so it was like, hey, we like where you're taking a lot of this lore that we've never given up. You know, please come work with us and we're going to write some new shit. <laughs> Have um, you been playing the uh, new game, Halo Infinite? I have played, I have yet to touch the campaign, sadly. Uh, I've been man. so busy. I've played some more of uh, multiplayer, which I think is fantastic. The one thing I have been touching a lot more lately, and we'll just touch on it real fast, is I finally was able to start up and start playing a couple hours of Forza Horizon 5. Mm. Um, I'm a sucker for arcade racers, not simulation racers, but arcade racers. Um, and Forza's fucking beautiful, man. Like... The game is just absolutely jaw-droppingly beautiful and plays just like a Forza Horizon game does 
and I would suggest it 10 out of 10 times. Fantastic game, especially if you like racing games at all and you get to do a bunch of different shit. There's like nice. there's there's so much in that game where, you know, from getting <laughs> like collecting cars and the shit you can drive to where you're driving and this one's based in Mexico, which is kind of cool cuz Horizon 4 mm. is based in England. Um and the Mexico scenery, especially like, you know, I've got a pretty nice computer. So I'm running everything on ultra and nice frame rate. And uh, it's just, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Nice. Um, I'll let you bring this next one up. Where are we at? We're uh, at let's the see. movie release. Uh, the trailer oh, release. For Leatherface? No. Oh. Because uh, this was part of Game Awards. Well, Leatherface also has a new Netflix movie coming out. Um, for those Did that who've seen the it, Game Awards too. I don't know if it released at Game oh. Awards. It might have. Maybe they released it back to back. But like these kind of came out, like as far as I'm concerned, the last week. But uh, they have a Netflix show coming out. I think it's a movie. Uh, but it's Leatherface, and it's like, are you a Leatherface fan? I like the concept of him. I he doesn't rank higher like some of the other bigger guys, but he's definitely up there. I like what they've like. I like the original i like the reboot that they did back in the like 2000s or whatever in the beginnings and stuff like i generally like the character and like his brutality but like you know the story is what it is like yeah you're, a, you're just watching it as a horror fan more than you a know, fan yeah. of leatherface himself yeah like okay but like this new trailer basically is just a teaser he's breaking down a wall to get to his chainsaw and that's kind of it it almost has like a Old, old time, uh, old leather faces getting back to work, you know, like something like that. So it picks up. <laughs> it seems like it picks up from where the events of the original left off. So he's kind of got away from the cops or what have you at the end. And then like has come back to kill again, maybe. I don't know. But it it's a teaser. So who knows? I hate we'll teaser see. trailers. They just piss me no. off. Yeah. Like, like, don't show yeah. me until you got something <sighs> to fucking show me. And then when you shit. do show me, don't show me all the good stuff that I'm going to see in the movie slash TV show. Yeah. Bastards. Well, much like Leatherface, Sonic had, you know, the Frontiers game release. Well, we also got the Sonic 2 trailer this Did, week. I believe this released at Game Awards. Did it really? Yeah. So that's, that's cool. why I was saying I thought you were looking at the Game Awards sheet with me, too. Because <laughs> I was like, we're going to talk about the, the. Yeah, this was a Game Game Awards release trailer. But, like, everybody's back. Like, uh, Idris Alba's going to be doing the voice of Knuckles, which is like... Ugh, you just dropped that one in too early, Dude. right? So, oh, did, damn it. it. It First of all, yes. Jim Carrey's back. Awesome. Sonic's trying to be a hero in the second one. Yep. Like, your powers aren't needed until they're needed. And then he thinks he's a bad motherfucker. And Knuckles fucking... Dude, that Knuckles, scene, dude. I'm so fucking stoked for Knuckles. And He's, Idris Elba, great voice for it because he sounds like a badass. Yeah. And, like, the fucking red and the clobbery hands. It's going to be fucking cool. Um, and then, of course, which we knew was going to be coming soon anyway, uh, Tails is in this one. What was cool about this, and I don't know if you saw, but the voice that they picked up as Tails is the voice that's been voicing Tails for, like, the last 10 or 12 years. Um that that's so it was cool. Do. Yes, like, it it was, like, and I think it's a lady, if I remember right. Yeah, Kalino. Oh, that last name, Shot Shaughnessy. Shaughnessy. Yeah, O'Shaughnessy. Christmasy. Yeah, it's. <laughs> that's how you do it. Um, <laughs> but like, it just it. I mean, if it's half as good as the first one was, I'm so 
God, I'm so excited for this. He's got the big ass mustache now, and the machinery looks like the egg bots and stuff. Like, oh, gonna be so great. Oh, great. Um, but yeah, that released another Sonic. Can't go wrong with that. That's happening in April. Um, another movie that's coming out in April. I don't know how you feel about this necessarily. I'm gonna but, bum you out. Go ahead. Uh, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. We're returning to the Wizarding World. This is number three, right? I've never seen one. Really? Never. And it, look, for as big of a Harry Potter fan as I am, I'm a Harry Potter fan, I think. And it's like once... Look, you and I have discussed this uh, like way too many fucking times, but I'm going to bring it up again. I do not watch new shit. Like, very rarely... Especially when it comes to movies, I don't care how much I like it, you know? It's one of those things where, like, when The Hobbits came out, I didn't see uh, the first Hobbit movie until the third one was about to release in theaters. And then I got it, you know, and even, like, it's, like, I just, I don't know. If I'm going to sit down and watch something, I'm going to watch something I know I like until, like, I'm sick one day and I got to binge watch, like, nine movies by myself, Right. That's when I watch the new shit that, like, I, I can take the chance on. But sadly, and I will say, okay, watching this trailer made me want to go watch the other two. Yeah. I did not know it was Jude Law. Or did he play? Jude Law is Dumbledore. Like. In all it, three of it, them. It's kind of cool. Like, because, like, in the first movie, he's kind of clean shaven. And in the second movie, his beard's starting. And in this one, it's definitely yeah, like he's got like way. a good, yeah, oh. good beard. Yeah. I, I mean, I've it's, like, bro, I know it's so dis- it's so disappointing. The first Fantastic Beasts, fantastic. It lives up to its name. Second one, it's real, like, meh. So, like, going into this one, I've got a lot of reservations about it because the last one did so. It just was so, like, missing so much stuff. And it was like, come on, you got Johnny Depp playing the villain. Why can't this be better? Yeah. And then, like, the fact he's not returning to this one, but there's a whole reason that you could find out from the first. Like, there's, I don't know. Looks fantastic, but it's, you know, more wizard shit. How could that not be cool? You know, like. Like, oh. Yeah, exactly. The world that you, of which you're living is cool in itself. So I had this thought, and this is kind of going back to the Matrix thing, um, where it's we've gotten to the point where like they can easily duplicate somebody's image and likeness to movies or television. Like, do you think ethically it's right to take somebody like Carrie Fisher? Princess Leia, without their consent to put them into, say, like, make a movie based around them, like, like oh, we're doing a Princess Leia origin story and using all of Carrie Fisher's, very, like, long catalog of movies that she's been in. Do you think that's, like, a weird there, breach of privacy? They would reproduce, like, a live-action film. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, with, yeah. With her previous... Yes, I do. I don't... Okay, repeat your question so I can answer it correctly. Well, I don't know how I'm phrasing it because the way I wrote it out wasn't really a question. It was just more like the idea of taking somebody's likeness, them passing away, but being able to have this huge catalog of films where you could do a from birth to death in some cases. I think cases. it's wrong. Like, I personally think – because now – I mean, first of all, in the world that we're in today, 
you know, one of the biggest social things that we're trying to get through people's head is consent, Mm. you know, whether it be for whatever reason, like personal consent goes a long way in 2021 and in our America today. Right. And there's no way like, because even if you were to get consent from her family, right, that's not Carrie Fisher. Do you think, you know, who are we to decide if, no, you'd you'd have to recast. It'd have to be somebody else, you know, because I just don't think that you could feel good about doing something with someone's likeness. Because at that point, it's kind of like the movie industry is cheating out money, right? Mm-hmm. They're making, in theory, they're making the movie a lot cheaper comparatively to paying, you know, a Carrie Fisher or an actress for a big AAA title when they can have the main person of the movie be CGI'd and have six people work on it. Yeah. You know, that make a quarter of what you would have paid the actress to do it. It's such an interesting thing. Cause like they kind of did it in the new Halloween kills movie where they kind of took old footage of Donald present pleasance and like put him in the movie, even though there wasn't a scene where he did particularly what he did in that movie. So it was very interesting to see like, Oh shit. That's kind of, I mean, it's, it's one of those jarring things where it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. But you kind of like uh, maybe they did get consent from the family and all that. Yeah, you know, But like it's also kind of like that's cool. But it like it's a weird gray area of what like because it would be cool to see like something from a dead artist. What you know, what have you. They were doing what the hologram concerts for a while. Yeah. yeah where you yeah. could see Michael Jackson or Tupac. In hologram form. It looks great, you know, but I don't know. I think I would feel different about if it was music, actually, now that I'm I'm bringing that up. Like, would I go see a concert of, you know, someone that had since passed or something? Like, would you go see a Nirvana concert if it was Kurt Cobain's voice and music, but him as a hologram on stage? I don't think it just seems like, I mean, it might be cool to say, oh, I saw it. But like past that, like how could get it? be at, i don't know i i've a I mean, little with like a, with enough live performance recordings and everything like that like they could definitely put it together like i mean that's without yeah i mean they, they've already yeah, shown that they can do the holographics yeah, there's one gray, exception yeah, yeah. that i will allow them to do this and that's for stanley to keep up his cameos in all the marvel films that's the one that like yeah he would have wanted that, that like, though and we know, all know he, that he would have wanted he, that. he'd be like yeah use my likeness to do it yes, like you threw please. me into the spider verse how why wasn't i in shang chi yeah why but do i want to see another Eternal? fast and the furious where fucking paul walker comes back from the dead <sighs> that's no. their whole gimmick at this point my yeah. dude like the last like, movie they really did it where you're like wow you guys are really pushing like he's still with us, you know, and they're playing like he's still alive. And it's like, I mean, it's cool, but it's also kind of eerie to a certain extent. Yeah. It's, it's weird. I I don't know. I don't like it personally. I don't think I like it as much as I'd love to see something like that. And we would probably watch it if it came out, but it would feel gross. I think. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, situationally. Like if it, (laughs) Yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get yeah. to the movie theater. Well, well, once we're there, we're watching full movies for that. Like, has that person been dead for 10 years? I mean, look, like, with what? Facebook doing the whole meta thing, bro, we'll be lucky if we're not in Ready Player One. I'm hoping we're in Ready Player One status before we die. That'd be cool. Like, I'd be like 68, you know, hoping to retire soon, just living my life through VR. 
I'll see you in the bed. Heck yeah. Um, (laughs) I I haven't even looked at the, I haven't even looked at this link. Okay. So as I do, right. I barely check into the Google doc throughout the week because I get too tempted. So like every few days I'll look at the Google doc and like scroll through it, but I don't click any links. Right. So then when I sit down to do, to actually do the podcast, you know, you usually say you're ready. And so I get all my shit ready and I come downstairs and then you don't show up for like 15 minutes. Right. So it's my time <laughs> to like go through and, and watch all of the trailers. <laughs> it's so fucking true. I watch I'm like there. all the trailers I can and like, you know, look up some of the other stuff that maybe I'd missed so I can at least be like, cause last week you even asked me, did you watch any? And I was like, Nope, sure. Did not Did not. <laughs> I've been busy off my ass right now. And I'm making excuses or whatever, but, uh, I made a point to not click on this link. I mean, this one, like, I mean, every people like wine. I'm not a particular fan. Uh, Are you a wine sold drinker? Out? Yeah. And Oreo thins decided to come together and make a combo of wine and the world milk's favorite cookie. <laughs> um, okay. Um, it's I, that's all I have to say. Like, I just I barefoot, barefoot plus Oreo thins, red blend wine. Like, is it chunky? Like, I, I just. Dude, I'm not mad at the the. Okay, I no. Why why barefoot? I don't need. I mean, I don't know. I don't like wine, so I don't even know how to yeah. start this. But like, do I need Oreo flavored wine? No. Do I want a bottle of this? Like always, yes. Um, yes. Apparently, I'm the... not gonna get one because I'm mm-hmm. sure I'll find it on eBay in fucking a month. The best part of this entire thing, right? Is barefoot? It gives pairings for all their Oreo thin cookies, okay? And you want a nice cab with just a straight-up Oreo, just regular-ass Oreo. But you want to go a little more desserty, you go with the Moscato, all right, Moscato. and mix that with the golden Oreo thin. <laughs> right? We're going to go through these real fast. This one's on the halfway for me. Pino Grigio, you want a lemon Oreo. I love yeah. lemon-flavored shit, dude. Lemon's good. I had a lemon Kit Kat. Like a month ago, oh, it was the greatest fucking Kit Kat I've ever had in my entire life. Kit Kat's wild with hands this down, stuff. dude. Hands down. It, well, the green tea Kit Kat is pretty good. Um, yeah. but, oh my god, dude, lemon Kit Kat. Anyways, pino noir, dark chocolate, of course, dark on dark stuff. This is what yeah. Daisy drinks. I do not like it. Do not like it. It's not, not good. <laughs> yeah. But with your sweet red blend, you have a mint. Or it, which actually sounds good, and as a person who just just I just like wine, uh, I would try that combo. It sounds good for some reason. I don't know. It's cool, man. I mean, look at the end of the day, I hate that we can't get our hands on one of these things. Um, but it's also like it's wine. Like it's wine at the end of the day, and it's just like I don't. Are know, you a man. wine drinker? I can't do wine. No. I've tried to give it. You know, I I like fruity drinks and stuff, but wine. How about just... sangria? Sa- oh, sangria! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I had a sangria the other day, or not a full one, but Daisy had got <laughs> one, so I took a sip of it, and like, it's not for me, dude. Yeah. Like I could drink a sangria before I could drink like a glass of Pinot Noir, right? Yeah. But 
I don't know. I probably drink anything after like the fourth fucking Oreo that was in my mouth with nothing to drink. Yeah, but like Oreo and wine to get like just the white creamy stuff with some grapes. Just I don't know, man. It just doesn't. Like well, I'm usually like that's up good for because all we're, of it. We're not gonna like, get our hands. We're on not one. gonna get it. When it's I, just yeah, I'm curious yeah. when it's sold out, but it's I don't know. It's fucking interesting. It's also weird that I can buy wine off of barefoot like straight from barefoot yeah it's actually way cheaper six dollars for a seven mil oh shit pretty good Uh, excuse us while we uh Uh, anyways (laughs) anyways we gotta be 21 to look at that probably shouldn't have that on stream looking at liquor uh yeah i don't know every once in a while we'll find these food shits and i'm just like why like what I'm glad is that we're not like in an East Coast, West Coast rap rivalry, right? And all these like different brands are teaming up and being like, yo, throw my name on your shit, dog. Like, let's I both become relevant. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, I like that, you know, like that is the positive coming out of it. And I've like, I mean, you tried the Flaming Hot Mountain Dew, so we got our hands on one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Is that still a full can? It's still a full can. Oh my God. Yeah. It looks so gross. Oh, I- I'm gonna do a, uh, a video. I've got some sitting here that I gotta do the ginger. Oh, we can anyway. maybe do the ginger snapped one live at some point too. Yeah, and just yeah. clip that one into a video because I still have my ginger snapped in the fridge and I want to drink it so bad. I almost bought one at the gas station the other day, right? Because I oh, wanted really? to try it so bad. I saw it in a twenty yeah. ounce bottle and I like picked it up and I was like, nah, blind taste test. And I put that bitch back and got me a fucking sun kissed. But I. I've got it. I've also got some pumpkin spice ramen I need to eat, so we're going to get that to the podcast eventually anyways. <laughs> There's some stuff coming as soon as I'm not dying over work. Yeah, right. After, once the holidays are over and, and, and the craziness, like yeah, January would be then wild. it's kind of easy out, and then we can... Content start posting more YouTube videos. There are some up there. Like, There's always th- there's stuff to go watch, for sure, but yeah. Um... Man, we breezed through all this. Whew. Where'd the time go? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're doing okay. <laughs> um, I guess kind of our last thing we're doing here is an old favorite. Uh, tagline a movie, where I give you a tagline and then uh, build a movie. I you ready like for this? this shit, though. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. Uh, this one is fun. Um, uh, uh, <clears throat> The dead hear everything. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Uh, all right. So, what's your, immediate, what, what's your media sh- uh, genre? A media genre, you say horror, right? Oh. Okay. But if I'm going to be honest with myself, it's going to be a comedy, I think. Oh. Right? Because, like, when you hear it, like, the dead hear everything, you're going to be like, this, some, this is going to be a horror movie. You just automatically assume this is going to be a horror movie, right? Okay. I wanted to have that Tucker and Dale versus Evil vibe. All right. right? I think with the dead here everything, it would be how the dead are actually listening to like all of our conversations, whether it be like through voice or electronics, and they're actually the ones that are like getting people caught up in trouble as far as like, you know, letting the NSA know. It's like, "Hey, by the way, this dude's selling coke." Or you know, it's like, hey, by the way, Jonathan, he's cheating on you with Sarah. Like, <laughs> and these text messages is like, 
You know, because you get those times where it's like, honey, I've never texted that girl in my life. Like, and maybe he's telling the truth, but the dead were like, but you're not telling the truth. You may have not texted her, you stupid motherfucker. You have been cheating on her. Right. And so it's just the paranormal, like fucking with our real lives in such a way that they're ruining other people's with the shit that we hear. They're just a bunch of narcs. Yeah, dude. They're just a bunch of narcs. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, the, like maybe you even do where like the NSA has figured out that they can capture like ghost energy like paranormally right and mm-hmm. they're actually sending out these ghost spies through electric you know because they're fucking they run through the electronics and shit yeah, right? yeah 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 and so like they're actually sending out these ghost spies to fuck with people huh that's a cool movie actually that'd be an interesting movie so so what's okay so the story let's break it down a bit more to the story the general concept is fun so we're following a recently deceased person or we're Ooh, following that's a, a good question a, okay an in 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 what what is it in the NSA NSA National Security Agency come on bro holy crap listening to us right now as we're streaming this to the world wide web hey bomb oh jesus christ really took a chance there (laughs) seriously oh he did it all right so yeah this is an interesting question right so i think okay hold on two crossed lovers separated by death two former (laughs) nsa members i don't know i I got that this is where you shine this is um oh okay what my personal opinion right is if you did the recently deceased person, I don't think you could do it live action. I think the story itself would be good. Like it would be like, you know, like a Beetle, some Beetlejuice shit, right? Where they go to the underworld, they get their jobs, their hauntings, you know, where the ghosts go down and it's like, you know, Marvin has been dead like 300 years. He's been fucking running the shit since the phone was invented, right? Just listening to motherfuckers and then figured out, Oh, boom. So you come down and Marvin like trains the new dead. He's like, oh, got assigned to the fucking phone line service, huh? Like, come on, buddy. Wait till you hear some of this shit. And it's just like his whole training session. There's like fucking, you know, they break out the little <laughs> the TV on a cart and they're like, here, watch this for the next two hours. And it's just like a montage of him watching ghost phone line listening training videos. But I don't think that they could do a live action, right? I think to make it I, I think, I don't know, because I don't know if you could do it. I don't know if you could do a live action version of this movie. I don't know who you would I mean, follow, except for the, the recently deceased. You could you could do it like R.A.P.D. with Ryan Reynolds, you know, where. He, Did you just spell out raped? No, R.I.P.D. It's uh, the. Ripped? He's basically a cop that dies and he becomes part of the. Like, oh, the sixth super- sense. <laughs> <laughs> But you could, though. Like, that's a good example of, like, you could have the ghost be around, just people don't notice them. You could have it, like, maybe it's a bit more like Tim Burton-esque kind yeah, of art you style when you're in the real world, the super plane, but then you go into theirs and stuff's kind of weird and Danish angles and, like... Or, you, it, like, especially if you did it like a comedy, it would just constantly be, like, you know, you've got Stuart over here who's just, like, got his his little ghost head on the shoulder, like looking at like somebody's phone over their head, you know, and it's just constantly like personal space bubbles that they don't notice. The ghost yeah, yeah, can do yeah. whatever they want. So they're like, Oh, this, this motherfucker's texting Stephanie this again. 
Like we got look, Melissa's got to know. I like that girl. She's got to know. We got to tell her now. Let me send the text. No, Stuart, you can't. Like you can't. It's not time yet. I'm gonna tell her. Like I, I'm gonna tell her. And it's just like the internal strife. It's like it's like (laughs) it's like Superstore, except it's through the fucking the government ghost agency, the GGA. They got to build their case before they can mess up the person's life. Like, no, we got to have more on them. This exactly. might just be a exactly. one time, like, oh, hey, it was nice talking to you. What if Stephanie's her sister? I saw her tits, Jeffrey. Uh, it's got to be like the, it's. it's- <laughs> and they can interact, interface with the electronics just by like putting their hand into the phone. Yeah, dude, they just saw them or whatever. Like, you know, they're listening constantly, you know, like. Like if me and you were to talk shit right now, like pre pre show, right? We're sitting in our little Discord chat, just bullshitting, and we were like talking shit about the girls, right? Which we'd never do. We'd never do. Never. God, we're not that dumb. But we were just sitting here talking shit, right? And we did it one too many times. And like, you know, Ghost Murphy behind me is like this motherfucker, like just talking shit about this perfect little angel that sits upstairs lets him do stupid shit all the time he just works constantly he's on his computer all this like i don't know how she deals with that i love her to death but like imagine if like right now like through some random number that popped up as i don't know one of our friends with the link to this podcast as i'm talking shit oh yeah Somehow the audio file gets l- dumped into her Dropbox, and she's like, "Oh, what's this?" Exactly. And then, like, and oh, like, I've got an airdrop from who? You know? And it's like, yeah, a fucking clip of me being like, "This stupid bitch, goddamn mother," you know? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, <laughs> you know, and I gotta go be like, "It's out of context. You don't know." <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, you know how guys bullshit. <laughs> yeah, dude. And just the entire time, it's just our little fucking assigned ghost spy agent you know does is this a better tv show than a movie though at this point i don't, it kind know. Of I don't know it's like it's getting more into like uh like a, no like a, we're gonna stick with our movie because i'm going off of your script right and this says tagline movie not tagline tv show always get me with the fine details so but we'd have to make okay. So here we go. We've got the okay, basis so of the story, right? So who's who, who's who's the ghost that we're following? Who's, who's getting the new fucked? Kid? Are we going to turn it into a rom com? Like, do the ghost fuck up? You know, Jonathan's innuendos to his secretary at work, and actually tell his soon-to-be wife, fiance, that he's finger banging. You know. Give me it a girl's name. The- All I can think is Sasha, but that's my dog's name. Uh, uh, it can't be one of our girl names. I'm drawing on girl I, names. I, I I've I'm already like, used no. like six different ones. I'm fucking, that's all I got. Uh, uh, Cleopatra. There you go. He's finger. <laughs> <laughs> He's finger banging Cleopatra. You know, so like the ghost, the ghosts are going through all their research and stuff, and he's like laying down some shit, but it's really like. Maybe he knows the secret. Maybe he knows the ghosts are listening. And he's like trying to play the ghost to see if he, if the ghost will tell his fiance some bullshit because he's trying to prove a theory. But he tests his love so far that they're going to split up. And then she finds out that the ghosts are real. Do we do it rom com style? In a I world mean, it might, where it, the dead uh, create love. No. <laughs> 
it might be the shot in the armor rom-com needs to kind of make it fresh again like you know yeah <laughs> i mean what it, okay so i like the rom-com idea surprisingly enough <laughs> it's all i can think about now and but like what else could you do with it right so, so did you oh, have an idea of what this movie would be because i have now just given hollywood a fucking banger uh no i uh i i think i was listening to one of the many like spooky podcasts that talk about stuff and this kind of popped up where they're like a theory on that the dead hear everything kind of thing kind of popped up i was like oh, i mean so, you could yeah. you can make it a psychological thriller because if you know what if like that concept the dead hear everything right depending on what you believe happens to us after death I don't know where I'm fucking going with this, bro. All I can think is the fucking rom-com jammer. Let's stick with that. Let's (laughs) stick with that. Okay, so now we need a cast. So we got the ghost that's going to be following Rufus or whatever the fuck his name was. Okay, yeah, man names are easier. Yeah, okay. (laughs) And, okay, so so Rufus the ghost is following... uh, uh, Jenny. John, yeah, Jenny, who's... No, 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 no. We got to have him follow the guy. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, because yeah. that's let's stick what? with well, let's stick with Jonathan. I like Jonathan. Okay, Jonathan. It's like Jonathan his name's Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> Ironically, he's yeah. like, it's, it's not played like, by JTT, but that is like, his name. Like from the nineties, and he's like, oh no, that's no, no, no. I, I, Any I, relation? No, no. I, I never watched, never watched the show. I still have never seen that guy. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Are so oblivious to the fact that JTT happened? Um, okay, so. Um, the love movie interest. also set in a time that JTT is actually alive. Oh, I mean, naturally. Yeah. He's just oblivious. He's one of those guys who's like, I don't own a TV. Yeah, it's like a dude named Michael Jackson. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. who's Michael Jackson? You mean yeah. Michael Jordan? <laughs> M- Michael B. Jordan, who hasn't gotten into film yet? <laughs> um, okay, so uh, uh, who, who's playing your your lead fella? My, my ghost? Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's our... a rom-com. It's yeah. a rom-com. I'm giving him... Idris Elba. No. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> yeah, he's just uh, like this... No, I think I want to give him like a Steve Carell. Okay. Or or you go super eccentric like uh, like a Bobcat Goldwaite. Oh, like we're talking 80s Bobcat? Yeah, like screaming in your face. <laughs> well, like, like that might be too much. Full-blown... People might turn it off. No, Steve Carell, I think, would be such a perfect rom com, right? Because he, he can kind of play a dumb dumb. Yeah, but he's like super sincere and yeah, like he he's would do, he out. would do all the wrong things for the right reasons as yeah. as your new ghost apprentice follower, and so he'd be the perfect one to fuck up the situation going on, right? Yeah, and JTT knows that he's got a ghost follower, you know, and so. <laughs> But Steve Steve Carell thinks he's all just playing it cool, sly and slick, and he's actually just like he's knocking coffee cups over when he's following him through the house and shit. Like so, <laughs> so JTT's got like a full fucking paranormal activity house camera setup that he's trying to catch this fucking mm. ghost on. You know? Yeah, yeah, I like this. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. So then you got JTT who is slowly but trying to like hunt this ghost that that weird shit keeps happening around him, right? But Steve Carell is his friendly ghost, you know, Casper man, 
is completely oblivious to his fuck ups, right? He thinks he's doing like a bang up job. You know, he's like so proud of himself the entire, like the first half of the movie. And then like, you know, shit fucks up. Like shit gets serious, right? So what is our, what is our ghost's name? I thought Rufus, but yeah, Rufus. We, yeah. Or, I didn't know if you, yeah. J, so JTT, you, and then you got J, Rufus, right? Rufus is like, I'm about to fucking bang down. Like this dude's guilty. I'm, I'm about to fucking put him in. Right. And yeah. he puts it in. And then you have, uh, you have B Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> B Arthur and JGT are trying to get together. So yeah, she could make, be, okay. So B Arthur, Thomas. B. Arthur, for those that don't know, if you listen to this podcast and don't know, is uh God damn it, all I can think of is Sophie. Um Golden Girls. I know it's from Golden Girls. What's her name? B. Arthur? Oh, 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 what's her name in uh Yeah, what's her name in Golden Girls? Del Dolores? No. No, that's Dolores. That's, uh, that's not right Rose. Rose uh, is Betty White. Blan Blanche, Sophia, and yeah. what the fuck? Blanche. Dee uh... Dee. Give me goddamn Dr. Dre. Why aren't you just giving it to me? Fuck. Damn, she was in Futurama, Malcolm in the Middle. Yes, she's been in everything. Um, Damn, you gotta go way down here for Golden Girls, bro. Drew, Debbie Gibson. Debbie Gibson? No, this <laughs> is I don't want to confuse you. Um, I don't know. Continue on. Rufus and I can't name her B. Arthur now because I fucked up. Well, name her Betty White. <laughs> well, name her Betty White, played by Betty White. <laughs> He's into older ladies. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, why is it not on here? I'm tripping. I I've got to find out now, dude. Dorothy. Dorothy. I knew it was a D. I yeah, knew it you was were, a D. you were going right up on it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All, Jesus all of Christ. Oh, Daisy. Okay, Daisy is screaming at me right now. Three days What's from wrong now, with you? screaming. Three B. days Arthur. from now, she's gonna be so mad, and I'm sorry I've disappointed you. I'm JTT. sorry. Getting together. Oh, who's playing JTT? So far, we've got okay, uh, Steve. So Ker Steve Carell is Rufus, the goofy, lovable um, ex-accountant or some shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, a ghost. Okay, so hold on. Let me bring up Notepad here. I'm gonna keep track of this stuff. Um, font, gigantic, <laughs> bold, Constantania. So we've got. Damn, how do you spell Carell? C A R R E L. That's or two L's. I don't know. I never know if it's one or two L's, but you got. I don't it. know. They both look wrong. Steve Carell is Rufus, right? Our ghost. All right, stream. I'll show you. Show you this. All right. Why can't we see our cameras anymore, bro? What happened here? Uh-oh. Uh I can I can see stuff, yeah. I don't know. So, anyways. I don't know either. Steve Carell's our ghost, right? That's the only thing we have so far. So That's the, that's the only it, actor. Okay, so. it's a rom-com, right? So, JTT is played by Ryan Reynolds. Oh, okay. JTT. And then you have, we got to name her something else, right? Yeah, that's that's an ultra specific like. B. Arthur's pretty like that's so. Yeah, like Jonathan it's, Taylor Thomas could be a regular dude. Yeah, so we're gonna name her Joanne. Lady number one. Joanne. <laughs> Joanne Swirl. Michaels. 
No. Swaddle? Jo- Joanne Joanne Swooney. Played by the one and only. <laughs> um who's our actress for, for, for this? It's rom com, right? Do we get back the old gang with Ryan Reynolds and Isla Fisher? She's so cute. Or Brie Larson. And I could see Brie Larson in a or or actually, okay. Joanne Swooney played by Rebel Wilson. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Okay. So good old rebel. We got it right. Back. So Rufus is a new hire, mm-hmm. ghost for the GGA, the government ghost agency, sent to spy on people doing asshole things. What's the agency called? The the government ghost agency, unless we want to call it something else. GGGA. GGGA. Government, government ghost agency. A subsidiary of the NSA, part In- of the CIA. In partnership with the NCAA. The FBI. The NWA. NCIS. NCAA. NAACP. <laughs> LGBTQ. Plus. Plus. <laughs> All right. So, right? We got the story. We're going to spell it out, and then you're going to give me a trailer. Oh, that's right. Okay, so we got Steve Carell. Ryan Reynolds, uh, Rebel Wilson, uh, Rufus Newhire. He's trying to, through um, uh, a few mistakes. So Rufus is our new hire to the GGA. All right. His first specimen. I don't know what else other word to call him right now. My mind's drawing blanks tonight. I'm going to call him Case. The first, his first, his first case, case is Jonathan Taylor Thomas, played by A-T-T. beautiful and gorgeous, always shirtless Ryan Reynolds. Okay. And JTT realizes he has a ghost follower, right? Because Rufus unbeknownst himself or unbeknown yeah, is is just blatantly knocking shit off counters and f- having books fall and just doing all around incompetent ghost government agency things, right? So JTT naturally hooks a bunch of stuff up in his house, right? And he does a bunch yeah. of research, gets onto the dark web, maybe a little bit, right? Figures out that other people think that they have ghosts. The irony of the dark web is it actually connects to the ghost world. Ooh, yeah. it's like it's like they're ooh, I like that. Okay. So yeah, the dark web, however you get there, is actually a a real life underground web of darkness in the internet. Okay. All right. So JTT figures this out. And he figures out what they're after. They're after assholes that do bad things, right? So he's got Rebel Wilson, who is his fiance, and they're going to get married next June. And currently it's November, December. It's getting close to Christmas because it's a Christmas rom-com. Oh, okay. shit. Of course. Uh, and he starts fucking with the ghost by sending these things. And Rufus, just being a dumbass new hire, thinks he's got one on the hook. you know. But little does he know is that JTT's trying to catch his little bitch ass. And inevitably, Rufus thinks he has him, narcs on him, so they get the call, boom, your boy's finger-banging on Cleopatra at the Denny's in the afternoon. And Rebel Wilson just goes berserk, right? Doesn't try to catch him in the act, just automatically assumes that he's a cheater. Boom. Sadness happens. And then, Uh you know, Joanne Swooney finally... 
goes and talks to JTT because that's what you do. You got to know why. Why you be a or fucking there scumbag? To, there has to be a big gesture, right? Like, yeah, uh, like he's standing uh, outside. JTT uh, figures out that what kind of has happened, and he's like, "Oh, this has gone too far." JTT to gets a cameo from Jonathan Taylor Thomas and sends like, it to Rebel Wilson. Because she's a huge fan of a huge of, fan oh, of JTT. Of, Half of, of the reason she's marrying our JTT is because they share the she, same name. She said when she was a kid reading Tiger magazine yeah. that she was always gonna, she was going to marry Jonathan Taylor Thomas. It's like that's my boy. She, yeah, little did oh, she know she'd you. find him on Bumble. Bumble? Yeah, Bumble's the one. Isn't Bumble the one where the girls choose the guys? Sure. I don't know. I live vicariously through like six other single people. So <laughs> there's things, right? Uh anyways, she she they get they get they come back, right? And he explains this crazy fucking theory. And at first she doesn't believe him. So she's like, Go fuck yourself, JTT. I'm gonna go find Devin Sawa now. Because as they do, right? So she leaves. But then on the tram ride back to her cottage place where they have trams that take you there it's raining outside there's rain coming down the window she's having a real thoughtful time she's like i just love him so much he's got to be telling the truth and then they meet because he's waiting for her because the trams are real slow and he drives to the station she knows she's going to be at and he stands just outside the awning enough to be soaking wet when she gets off the train and of course he's shirtless and it's december but it's ryan reynolds and in all his Jonathan Taylor Thomas glory. And he shows her the truth. The truth about the dark web and the ghosts. And then they come together and they defeat him. I don't know how they defeat Rufus. I'm sure he just gets fired in some comedic manner. And then becomes that, like yeah. the lovable sidekick for the rest of their lives as they live their lives with Rufus. The lovable goofball. He has to make, he has to make things right. Idris Elbus is like, hey, we're going to fire you. If you don't make this right, yeah, because so of the, course that's who the king of the ghost is. Is he? That's himself. that's that's your that's your. Uh, uh, he's your banshee king. Yeah, he's your yeah the banshee king. Uh, Idris Elba. Yes, goes. Hey, you're gonna. And so for the rest of Ryan Reynolds' life, he's making things right by like accidentally depositing a couple of thousand dollars or remembering, bank. you know, Joanne's. Well, jo- Joanne. Thomas's, you know, anniversary and shit. Anniversary. He like slips him like, text messages, uh, like hooking him don't up. Forget, like dude. yo, she's pissed. I heard her talking to her boss today. Like grab flowers and chocolates on your way home, bro. And he's just like, yo, Thanks. you gotta, Thanks, you Rufus. gotta eat that. You gotta eat that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. Like she was texting Sarah some fucked up shit. You know, ah, I like it. Okay, rom com. The title of our rom com is. Uh, the dead oh, listen, yeah. right? No, that's the dead the hear everything. That's oh, the, that's, that's the tagline. Tag okay, line. so title. Ooh, title. Rom com title. Okay. G G G A. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, ooh. Um, drop dead gorgeous. <laughs> no, no. It's like it's already, drop dead already. Rufus is the sequel to Drop Dead Fred. It's yeah, and yeah. what happens when imaginary friends become ghosts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they become some real. They become so real they die and they become ghosts. It's the unofficial sequel to Drop Dead Fred. Drop, Drop Dead Rufus. All right, Rebel Wilson and Ryan Reynolds 
in this year's holiday smash hit, Crocodile Dundee 4, Escape from Ghost GGA. <laughs> um, um, it's so tough believe, with the rom-com, right? Believe in magic. No. That's, that's nothing. Um, it's got to be... Uh, it's got to be something like... Dead, dead right. Yeah, no secrets safe with Rufus. <laughs> or secrets um, aren't... Uh, <laughs> chat says dead, dead people see me. <laughs> dead ringer. Dead ringer. Okay. I like that one. Yeah, yeah okay, because eventually okay. these bitches get married, right? Well, there's that, and they use the phones and stuff. Oh, yes. Yes. And what city are we in? I mean, I suspect that if Ryan Riddles is it's December and he's got his shirt off, Somewhere it's got to be like California or like... No. The whole point of him having shirt off soaking wet is the fact that it's middle of December in like Connecticut. And she's riding a tram to her cottage house. There's no cottages in California. Those are those are all northeast, baby. It's Cape Cod during Christmas. Oh, that's so cold. Oh, his nips are showing it too. Oh, she's she's gonna go in for that passionate kiss and just getting sliced up by his nipples. Oh yeah, they're gonna rub raw the minute her fucking like bushy Uggs jacket touches them. Like they're gonna be bleeding. It'll look it's like they're both lactating. Wool. It's just wool. Just Itchy wool. wool. It just the tears his <laughs> Perfect to wear in the the wet. <laughs> okay, uh, this is all right. You good? You good? Because this this is our closeout. We haven't done one of these in a long time, and I'm so excited. I'm gonna meet myself. This is gonna be awesome. Awful. <sighs> Let's see, Rufus, Rufus, Rufus. See, it, the trailer voice for rom coms is a little different, though. It's not quite like you know. This summer, it's not quite like that. It's like this summer, something like that. No, no, no. Give it to me no. in the fucking most dramatic yeah. way we can. This is the only way we do. We're one of those people like, like pre- dedicated trailers LLC, right? We we'll do trailers for any movie or video game you want, but only but has- one fucking style. <laughs> it's our specialty it, style. <laughs> it's gonna stay like that. It's it. The trailer for it is totally gonna be like shot like a horror film. With the announcer, <laughs> yeah, with the trailer dude. voice, it's going to be like that. But when you go and see it, it's such like the 180. Like the only macabre thing about it is that we're dealing with ghosts, and that's it. Yeah. And at yes. the uh, end, everybody gets decapitated, but that's that's whatever. Yeah, Shit, but it's man, actually a movie happen. they're watching in the middle of the movie. It's like, yeah. it's just a horror movie preview that just happens to be in the movie, and that's the trailer for it. <laughs> it's, just, it's like, this is going to be wild as fuck. Dead Ringer. That looks like something we should see coming this December. Holy shit. There's a yeah, lot it's of just a phone ringing and a ghost hand going through it like 12 times like missing it. <laughs> it's like, fuck. I want to pick up the phone. What's wrong with this thing? <laughs> coming this holiday season. Well, that threw me off. Uh, coming this holiday season. Steve Carell is Rufus, a brand new G ghost government agency recruit just passing away from his previous life he is now taking calls his first case happens to be jonathan taylor thomas not that jonathan taylor thomas played by the delightful ryan reynolds who happens to be in love with the lovely rebel wilson also known as joanne swooney in this delightful rom-com i'm losing it in this delightful rom-com 
Rufus starts suspecting Jonathan Taylor Thomas is up to no good, but Jonathan Taylor Thomas is on his trail. Equipping his house with the latest in paranormal activity readers and stuff. <laughs> he will find out that Rufus is against them. Rufus, thinking that Ryan, that JTT is up to no good, sends some scandalous messages after approval through the one and only Banshee King Blade by the terrific Idris Alba. <laughs> He sends this information on to Rebel Joanne Swooney. When she realizes this, she confronts JTT in a dramatic, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Only for JTT to be confused and, and not knowing what's going on. Joanne Swooney runs and starts to take a tram back to her winter cottage in northern Cape Cod, Connecticut. <laughs> JTT realizing that maybe his investigation has gone too far into this ghost thing. I mean, shit's getting bumped all the time. Like that coffee mug just moved itself. <laughs> Fuck. He goes and confronts Rufus, sends information to him, letting him know. JTT goes and <laughs> dramatic mid December, rainy. He's before the tram could meet, he's at the station already somehow. And like he's there and his shirt's off, looking like, hey girl. And then she's like, What? After having Damn. a slow tra tram ride, realizes, wait, it's been my lifelong dream to marry Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And this is as close as it's gonna get. So realizing the error in her ways. She confronts him and says, what's this all about? And he's like, oh, let me prove to you. Uh, I've got all this. Look, and shows her all the evidence of the paranormal. Rufus in particular. So they work it out. <laughs> like I Idris Elba, the Banshee King, is like, <laughs> dude, you fucked that up. And like Rufus is like, oh, shit. Don't, don't fire me. I like this job. So he gets put on the task of making things right. So for the rest of JTT's life, Rufus is there as more of a guardian angel, making sure he doesn't forget that anniversary and making sure he get that pussy by going to hell. <laughs> Coming this December, 2020, 2020. Dead ringer. Dead ringer. <laughs> okay, dead, I want dead, you to know, all right? <laughs> when I say give me a trailer, I thought you were going to drop like a 30-second trailer on me. You I know? really should You had so many details. I was like, oh, well, let me yeah, do it. But I was just giving you all the stuff to work with, right? You know? I had too, I had too much. I didn't were, know where to... You were supposed to just be like, in a world where the government <laughs> has created a ghost agency for our biggest secrets. I didn't put that in there. Oh. All right, take two. Here we go. In a world. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that, uh, that's a Starring Ryan out. Reynolds and Rebel Wilson in Dead Ringer. Dead here. Oh, he's definitely cheating on her. No, he's not Rufus. Oh no, he's definitely cheating on her. No, he's not Rufus. And then holiday music, and then coming, twenty twenty nine. We're gonna work on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like the story. I think we got a you know like a nice arc for them to go through. I think that's a good movie, through. dude. 
it's better than whatever fucking Hallmark movie you watched this past week, anyways. I mean, <laughs> we need some secondary, maybe some third, third tier, tertiary characters for like filling out the cast. Look, it, the sassy if, gay friend and all that. If a Nightmare Before Christmas has showed us anything, is that the combination of something so dark and something so light can make the perfect combination. Mm-hmm. It's love and death. There are taxes in there, and it's what we live for. Oh boy. Um <laughs> uh, well shit, we wanna wrap this damn thing up then? Oh yeah, we do. Um <laughs> Well It's got out of control. <laughs> as we usually do. <laughs> Just constantly off the rails. I swear, like I swear I mean people see it, right? On the on the show. Like we have stuff to go off of. And I swear sometimes you start talking and my mind's like, fuck this shit up, Toby. Toby, you got to fuck this shit up. And, you know, of course, I'm not going to not listen to myself. So I just come fucking busting in like the Kool-Aid man, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, on I just did it to myself because I was trying to give our intro out of here and just fucked myself up. <laughs> Anyways, as always, with that being said, you can find us at our website, retronomapod.com. That's the best way to get all the links to everything including the Facebook page and the Twitch page where we do stream this live. And if you don't watch it live at least one time, uh, you're, you're really missing out because there's a lot of facial expressions and muted laughter and, you know, it's just stuff you don't get on the audio version, right? Yeah. Yeah. So one of these days I will get the website updated to current content that we have out on the web that you can find links to at the website. So it's really just going to come full circle anyway. Uh, but yeah, retrowantanamapod.com. And yeah, that's all I have today. Cool. Well, I'll take us out the way that we always do with the weird question of the week. Huh? What color are Toucan Sam's boogers? <sighs> sometimes you get them and sometimes you don't. Ain't that it? Ain't that right? Uh, as always, we appreciate you guys listening everywhere. And there was something else I was supposed to say there, but we're just going to cut it short right there and tell you that we love you and we will catch you next week. Good night, Idris Elba. Good night, Rick. This is, this is what Idris Elba sounds like now. Oh, that's you don't fantastic. Know, he, he aged a little bit and this is him now. Now. This is him. I'm Idris Elba. Good night.